I can't tell you what a great pleasure it always is to talk to you. Well, but vice versa. Especially in this setting, because, like, you know, we've we've had dinner. I mean, we've been out. We've done shows. But I've, I've, if I really want to talk to somebody, I want to talk to them right here, smoking pot, drinking, breaking down whatever barriers. So I'm going to try to get you very fucked up. I know you, I know you taught at Berkeley in the 60s, so you must have. I never did. Weed? No, never. Even in the Berkeley in the 60s? I was never even offered it, actually. Well, you know what? There's no time like the present. No, I'm not going to do it. Not, not in, in public, not in... Uh, I see. Well, you won't mind if I do. Of course not. Okay. No, no, no. And what about a drink? No, thanks. No? I've got, I've got, I've got water in there. You don't drink either? I do drink, but, but only with food. Oh, but doesn't that... I, see, I'm the opposite, because food is a buzzkill. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Food kind of like absorbs the high or kills <laughs> or kills it. Yes, okay. I mean, whenever I eat, it's always like when the fun is over. Sex, drinking, drugs, it's like that has to cut. Because once you eat, then all you want to do is like something passive. Or me, me. I mean, I'm like a uh, a wolf or some some animal that must be in your books about, like, why did why did we develop that way where... We eat and then sleep. Yes. <laughs> I think many animals do that. I know, but why? Mm. It must be part of evolution. Yeah. Didn't yeah. you ever come across that? I've never thought about it. <laughs> really? No. no. Oh. <clears throat> Does it help, help us uh, survive? <laughs> it doesn't seem like napping is like the greatest tool to like help people survive. But we do it. I mean, like all, I mean, lions. You see them. They they sleep much of the time. Right. Yeah. But I guess they. I guess when you're an animal, you sleep with one eye open all the time, right? Since night is a very different environment from day, and no animal can be perfectly adapted to live in either of those things. If you're good at mm. living by n- night, you're bad by day, and vice versa. And so sleeping is a good way of keeping out of mischief during the <laughs> off period. And you say it works the opposite way for nocturnal animals. Yes. They're not really that comfortable in the day. Mm. Hmm. Must be hard to be that, I mean, when you're asleep, you're like the most vulnerable, right? Yes, but you, you're going to be vulnerable anyway, so it's better, it's better to be <laughs> passive and not moving around. Right. Um, but it's also got to be kind of a detriment to be at your most vulnerable asleep when it's bright out <laughs> because then people yes, can see you sleeping. Yes. But, the, but there is a living to be made at night. And so... And yeah. so it, um, <laughs> yes. I mean, it's true. And, and most... Yeah. A very large number of mammals are nocturnal. I see a possum around here. Yes. Sometimes, like, he... he yeah. And he's very uh, chill. He does not... He crawls outside the living room. I can watch him. He sometimes he looks up and sees me. It does not freak him out at all. He's not scared. He doesn't move faster. He just sniffs around and then goes back up wherever. Is this by day or, or night? Night. Night. Yes. Night. Always at night. Have I we think, started, by the way? What? Have we started? Oh yes. Yeah. Okay. Fine. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I should explain. This is a different kind of 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, like that. and that's the whole point, yeah. is like, have we? <laughs> what universe are we really in? Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, we've started, and uh, hopefully we'll go on for quite a long time. I uh, I know you have a new book. What is it called? The Flights of Fancy? Fl- Flights of Fancy. Yeah, I mean, it seemed like something that is not right in your... I mean, I have so many books of yours about evolutionary biology, but this is really not that. Well, it is sort of. Um, I figured it was. It's partly about how animals fly, but also how humans do as well. So it's partly the physics of flight, Hmm. and it's partly um, the the evolution of flight. So true flight has evolved four times in birds, bats, pterosaurs, and insects. Really? Um, You mean got better? Like better... Flying capabilities? Yes. I mean, they, oh. they, they fly properly in the sense that they stay up indefinitely. There are plenty of other, other animals that glide. So they, they just sort of fall, right. but in a controlled way. Lots of them. I mean, flying squirrels fly. And some birds just, can't get off the ground at all, right? That's true. Yes. Yeah. There's a lovely line in Douglas Adams's Last Chance to See about this New Zealand bird, the kakapo, which um, um, it, it's, it's flightless. It's, it, Douglas says... It's forgotten how to fly, but it's forgotten that it's forgotten how to fly. So it, it climbs to the top <laughs> yeah. of a tree, launches oh. itself off, and plummets to the ground. So the, oh. it, it, it's evolved an, an inability to fly, and its nervous <laughs> system hasn't yet caught up with that. Wow. That's, that's his interpretation. How does it still live? Doesn't it wind up well, killing it's, itself? It's, it's on the way out, I'm sorry to say. Yeah. That's why he went and studied it. It's a, it's a book about animals that are vulnerable to extinction. Jack Parr, who was the uh, host of The Tonight Show before Johnny Carson, way back, before my time, but I heard about him. And one of his favorite things I heard was he would, he got this film of animals drunk. Yes. And you can, you know, birds like trying to take off and fucking it up. Yes. And, you know, uh, that, and I guess they do get drunk on. Uh, well, they get drunk on berries of berries. the fruit, fruits that have gone bad. And, um, <laughs> oh right, sure. It's presumed, it's presumably, how we discovered alcohol as well, I imagine, was was uh, right. It just isn't how grapes are fermented, or I mean, but you're right. It's really they've gone any, bad. Anything will, will ferment, and so right. Well, that certainly was uh, a banner day in human history <laughs> because it changed a lot, really. Yeah, it did. Yes. I mean, uh, not all bad. No. Right. No. I mean. Romans certainly had bacchanalias and really worshipped being drunk. Yes. You know, they, I think they understood that it was sort of part, uh, something that was more important than just having fun. There's some sort of release there that I don't know if everyone needs it. You don't. Plainly, I do. <laughs> well, but, I, I enjoy it with food, as I say. Right. But you know, but I'm talking about people who get <laughs> fucking blitzed. You know, I, there's something about people. Well, people are always trying to not be themselves. What is acting? What is you know? I mean, yeah. they're trying to escape reality and who do you, they. Do you try to not be yourself? I, I no. I'm but you know, I'm a. I'm not typical in many ways. I also you know never got married, never had kids. I, I'm, I'm not sure I do a lot of things that. Um, it would be considered normal, but we all have masks, don't you think? Yes, I mean, that's right. Some of them 
are more profound, but I think everybody has, sometimes it's defenses, but sometimes it's just, I don't want you to know who I really am, or I'm playing a part that I would rather be than me. I, I know people who literally don't know their own age. Mm-hmm. They've lied about it for so long. Oh, yes, yeah. And they must know the year. Yes. They could. They just don't go there. Yes. I don't think they're faking it either. Yes, yeah. Now, that's kind of fascinating, isn't it? I, I'm pretty comfortable being who I am, I think. I don't, I don't think I'd try to you, pretend to me. Yes, you and me, we're comfortable. But yeah. I'm talking about others. Yes, <laughs> yes. You know, that's, there's a lot of that. I mean, I, I, you're, what, 81? Yes. Wow, you look great. Thank you. Yeah, you don't look it. That's that's. It's nice if you don't. I mean, I'm 66, so like, I'm be very curious as to what you have to say about age and aging because, like, yours obviously is what I'm looking at <laughs> in my, you know, not tomorrow but next phase. I mean, let's be honest; it, it only goes one way. Time. I, I've tried that's, to move that's it. That's right. Yes. It's the most yeah. irrecuperable thing, isn't yes. it? Yes. Somebody said the trouble with prolonging life is it all comes at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning that it's good at the end? No. Oh. Meaning the reverse. That's funny because I like my life so much better now. Yes. Than when I was young, even though I'm aware of that little detriment of I'll be deader sooner. Yeah. That little thing is obviously, you know, the monster that's always chasing us. But as far as the life itself, I wouldn't go back, even if I could be younger, if I still had the brain I had then. I would hate to go back. In, I mean, I, I couldn't bear to write all those books again. I mean, and struggling through life all uh, again, I, I couldn't bear that. I'm looking forward to writing books in the future, but I wouldn't right. go back and go through all that stuff about being an Oxford professor and things. And I wouldn't go, I wouldn't really? go through that again, no. But at the time you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it at the time, yeah, yes. right. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I just know that if, I, if somebody said, you know, if the genie said you could be 30 again, but you have to have the 30-year-old brain that I knew I had, I just know I'm in for so much unnecessary pain and stupid things I'm going to do and I, that I don't do anymore. I'm so much more like comfortable, and there are very few days that are shit. The only thing that can really cause a shit day uh, is health issues, yes. which become obviously the thing that we c- care more than anything else yeah. about, yes. in a way that I never even thought about that shit when I was 30. Yes. Well, I had a stroke um, about six years ago. It was fairly minor. Well, it was. It didn't feel minor at the time, but but but. Right. I seem to have recovered totally from it. Totally. Um, yeah. Oh, you know John Fetterman. Do you know who oh, that is? Oh, I've heard. I only just started reading about that. Yeah. Yeah, he, <laughs> he's the uh, he's the Senate candidate. Uh, is a senator governor? I think Senate in Pennsylvania, which is a very important state for our upcoming midterm election. Yes. Um, swing state, it's where Biden is from. Yes. Or uh, originally, he votes in Delaware. But Pennsylvania's huge. And so one of uh, the candidates is Dr. Oz. He was a doctor on TV 
who sold sometimes very questionable... Is he a real doctor? Yeah. <laughs> that is the question all of America is asking, Dr. Okay, Dawkins. Right. Right, okay. Is he a real doctor? I happen... Look, I am a, uh, a medical skeptic, uh, meaning I just question everything. You know, I think it's somebody, a scientist like I you... Know, I know you. It's the only bad thing about you. Why? You think there's only one answer about... No, I don't, I don't, I don't think that. But, I mean, you're such a... A, a hero of science in all other exactly, respects. Exactly, which is why I have this point of view. Yeah. I don't know if you know exactly what my point of view is, or maybe you're just going by things no, other people... No, I think people. I kind of. I, I kind of do. Okay. Well, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. Okay. I believe vaccines are a medical intervention, like every other drug, which has some drawbacks, benefits. Um, I don't believe that everybody has the same health profile. So every medical intervention, just like any other drug, isn't appropriate for everybody. Yes, that's so true. So that's not anti-science. No, there, there, there is something about vaccination, though, which, is, which is, makes it different, which is that um, it's not just for you. It's for it's for Well, that's not society. right with COVID. Sorry? That's not right with COVID because we found out the vaccine does not prevent transmission or or getting it. So that argument is... At best, out of date. Well, it's certainly right for measles, mumps, and rubella. Um, well, I already had measles, mumps, and rubella. So, what the disease or the or the vaccine? Both, probably. Okay, yeah. When I was a kid, that's yeah. I I had, I I've had measles as a child before the vaccine was invented. Um, I think I've had mumps too. I'm not sure about that. Well, you know, I'm not an anti-measles vaccine crusader. I mean, do do your thing, but. Um, the issue now is COVID, and that is an outdated argument. It does, it's, all, it's only for you. And there's 16,000 doctors and scientists signed something called the Barrington Letter. Did you hear about this? Okay, well, see, stuff doesn't get in other people's silos. But that's an awful lot. And that's just the ones who are uh, brave enough to sign it, because anytime you go against the prevailing pharmaceutical medical view... Um, you're intimidated, as many doctors are. So the fact that 16,000 doctors would sign this letter, it was a dissent about how we were dealing with COVID and some basic things like thinking natural immunity is superior to pharmaceutical immunity. It wasn't anti-vax. It was just, uh, why are those doctors quacks or wrong and the, the CDC and the, the Western medicine who said the vaccine. No, look, I, the vaccine obviously saved a lot of lives, but they were wrong about the transmission. They were wrong about uh, getting it. Why, why are those 16,000 doctors, why, I why are your doctors the, better than I my doctors? I don't know about those 16,000 doctors. Well, you, it's um, true. I just know, I just know um, that, that um, the, the, the COVID pandemic has has been a triumph of science in, the, in the, 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 the speed with which these vaccines were developed. And it's a beautiful story. The, the, um, Agreed. As soon as the virus was sequenced, as soon as the RNA of the virus was sequenced, immediately they got to work. And by the way, the, um, the technique of which they've developed, the mRNA technique, is then going to be adapted to other viruses when these come along. As soon as it's sequenced, they'll, they'll be yeah. able to produce it. it all, all that a vaccine is doing is just, is just doing the same as the immune system, but, but doing it in a, in a, it's a harmless way. Well, at, at best, yes, that's how it's supposed to work. 
it's also like any medical intervention, every medical intervention, every drug is supposed to do that. Mimic something that your body should do uh, naturally, but is not. But as we know, every medical intervention, including vaccines, you can read the literature for all of them, will say they have side effects. So it's not exactly mimicking what your body does. And it should be anyone's personal right to say, you know what I know has always worked for me, my immune system. No, would I say that about every pathogen? Of course not. I've said it many times. There are vaccines I would fight you for. But COVID was not one of them. I, I think it, and we know from the literature, from the facts, it killed mostly elderly people and obese people. That's who mostly died. Now, you, there are many other reasons why you could have a compromised health situation. We don't know everything about it. But I certainly should have the right to judge how I want to treat my own body. Yes, for, with, I, well, we disagreed about I mean, I, I was surprised to hear you say you thought that it, the herd immunity thing didn't work. I mean, I think that's just... I never mentioned herd immunity. No, no, well, I, I did, and then I, th I thought you said the argument for herd immunity was not important. The, the idea that provided enough people get vaccinated, then the, the epidemic has nowhere to go. The, the, but, the, but the, the virus but has nowhere to go. But it didn't work that way. The, 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 the head of the CDC just got, like, her fourth shot, I think, and then got COVID three weeks later. Well, that's an anecdote. We don't it's believe It's not an that. anecdote, but it's an anecdote that is very typical. Yeah. The, yeah. I remember when I, I got, I was fine for 14 months without it. I got the vaccine. Then, like a month later, I got, got COVID. COVID. Okay. But that, now, that's look, an no, anecdote. Look. What? It's just an anecdote. Okay, but I'm just, I'm getting to a point. Yeah. When it happened, um, people said, oh, wow, that's weird. Uh, that's a, a breakthrough case. And then it became the story changed, the news changed, the facts changed. And the facts changed to, that's actually very typical. When it happened to me, people were surprised. In six months, they weren't surprised because that was a more typical. I'm not, again, uh, yes, you're right. The, the, it was a heroic scientific moment when they came up with the vaccine so quickly, faster than they thought, and it's a... I, it is a different technology than the old vaccines. It is a completely different way to do a vaccine. We're calling it a vaccine because it's a shot, but it's a very different way to do it. Okay. So I think it's a superior way to do it. Yeah, and I do too. I'm glad they came up with that mm. technology because there could be something around the corner that maybe making it in a lab in Boston right now because they've been fucking with that, uh, making a worse version of COVID, where, again, I would be first online. But... You know, I just didn't think this one merited that for me, and I think I was right. Okay. Well, I, I think we, we we both agree. We both we both love love science, and I do. Um, right. I just, and I think that the um, the the DNA technology that that it had incidentally gave rise to these vaccines is just marvelous. The fact that we yes. can actually sequence right. The, get get yes. the sequence of anything, any animal, any plant, any fungus, any bacterium, right. uh, and it's a Gosh, Darwin would have what, loved it. What do you it. think that the implications of that are for cancer? Well, um, the same mRNA um, technique can be probably can be used to develop vaccines against certain kinds of cancer. Um, cancers are, um, as you know, somatic mutations. That you say you get evolution, natural selection going on in the body. So a cancer is evolving to get better at being a cancer. Right. And so from a Darwinian point of view, it's, 
it's it's grim, but it's it's fascinating as well. It is it's natural selection in action. Why do you think we have not been able to crack that one? Why why can't you go to a doctor and, and the doctor say, Oh, you have cancer, we know exactly what caused it, oh and we know exactly yeah, how I to think I think it's because the cancer cells are your own cells and so although it's easy to kill relatively easy to kill mm, um, invaders inv- invaders because right. the cancer cells are your own cells right with just maybe one mutation right um it, it's very, and so when they give you chemotherapy or something it, it 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 kills the cancer but it almost kills you at the same time because it because it's um right your own cells i mean that seems like i mean that's what we have we're we're getting better with therapies for cancer yes. but we still a lot of what we have is, um, it reminds me of the Russian army. Let's just fucking kill everything. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then maybe a city will grow back. But like first, and that, you know, see, this is, again, my thing with vaccines. Like, I don't think vaccines are evil. I just, until they figure out basic things like what causes cancer, and there are so many influences inside my body going on, and we don't know how they mix together, and they don't ask, they don't study how many, what kind of metals are in your body. These things really affect your health. Well, I, I know you can't quantify them usually on a chart at a regular doctor's office. They don't even ask you what you eat. What are you putting in your body? Do you live near a lot of electromagnetic energy? There's lots of stuff that isn't crazy it's scientific and we don't again we don't know what is causing cancer so like i'd like to keep it as natural as i can unless it's an emergency i have the same basic philosophy about vaccines as i do about antibiotics am i glad they exist yes would i like to avoid them if at all possible yes because i know i i'd rather handle it naturally that's not unscientific no i i, I like to encourage science to proceed and to improve and to work further. In the case of COVID, it was a case of working extremely fast. It was a brand new thing. Nobody knew about it. Right. N- learning on the job. Naturally, they made mistakes. Learning sure. on the job. They made, they made plenty of mistakes to begin with. Um, and was, I'm still learning, and, and it probably have to go on learning. And as, as new mutant strains pop up, I have to learn again. We are brought to you by SignalWire. SignalWire powers the future of cloud communications. Built by the tech OGs, the original geeks of software-defined telecom, their mission is to make it simple for you to build whatever you can imagine using real-time voice, video, or text messaging. The OGs at SignalWire have spent decades solving the most complex and awkward problems in communications. The only thing they can help you with is when at Christmas your wife wanted a diamond bracelet and you somehow heard that as dustbuster. But for the computer-related communications problems, SignalWire has you covered. From broadcast quality video to ultra-low latency voice and messaging, SignalWire has the APIs and SDKs to create unique and intelligent communications experiences. From within existing applications or websites or building a new app from scratch, Join the millions of other customers like Amazon, Ring, and Home Depot who are using SignalWire technology to build the communications experiences of the future. And in the spirit of the holiday season, SignalWire wants to give you a gift. Visit SignalWire.com random and claim a free t-shirt when you sign up for a demo. Go to SignalWire.com random and claim your free t-shirt. Go to SignalWire.com random. 
you did hear about this thing in the lab in Boston, right? That they've made a a worse version of COVID. I didn't hear that. Oh no. yeah. Mm. What? Do you- well, I mean, it's this you know gain of function. Is that what they call it? Where you're, they think that that's maybe how COVID started in in the lab in Wuhan to begin with. Is that there there was this gain of function? I think that's the term. I haven't heard that phrase. I've I've, um, I've heard the theory, which is which. My friend Matt Ridley is is keen on that. That's, have you ever had Matt Ridley on your no, show? No, should I? Is oh, you should. Oh, I, okay. Yeah, he's, um, well, anybody you recommend. He's a um, great science writer. Um, he's um, uh, he's at the present pushing, the, he's written a book together with a woman uh, pushing the idea, which is an unfashionable I- idea, but he's pushing it, that it, it, that it d- did indeed um, leak from a lab in China. Well, of course, see, this is, again, why this whole issue should never become political. In this country, it became hyper-political. If you thought the, la- the virus started in the lab, you were a Republican somehow. And if you thought it started in the wet markets with bats, you were a liberal. That's insane. It, it is insane. It is insane. Um, it's, it's a very depressing fact that, and, and Steven Pinker goes on, you've, I'm sure you've had him. And love him. Yeah, love him too. Um, the, he's very keen on the idea, well, he's depressed by the idea that what, <laughs> that what, what we believe depends upon our, our, what our tribe, our political tribe, mm-hmm. our religious tribe. Exactly. If you're a Republican, you believe something, yes. if a Democrat, you believe something else. Um, what matters is evidence, never mind what exactly. is politics. And, and right. so, okay, we agree about that. Now, did you read recently um, that they discovered for the first time a bacteria that is visible to the naked eye? I'm not totally surprised. Uh, really? Um, they said it would be like finding a human the size of Mount Everest. Yes, yes, that's right, yes. Okay, yeah. go ahead. No, I... I, I well, you, you tell my, me when I hear something like that, again, it just says to me, all the people who are saying, the science, you know, we have the science. You don't know shit. We know a lot more than we used to. We just don't know very much, like how to cure cancer, and that there could be a bacteria the size of Mount Everest. They just found out all that they were doing therapy-wise with serotonin, thinking that that was causing depression. Wrong. There was one paper in 2006 it had wrong information. They knew it at the time. They didn't care. Um, what else? Metabolism, they found out, does not slow in age like they okay. thought it did. So, so, I, we just don't know. Science progresses from, from ignorance. Right. And so, and so it's important to recognize what we don't know. Thank you. Also what we do know. And, yes. And there are things yes. we do know. And, and, um, and way more than we used to. I mean, yeah, can, you, um, can you imagine being somebody in the Middle Ages or even, you know, up at, only a really up until 100 years ago, and the things that doctors did to you made, yeah. made it so much worse. Bleeding you and... <laughs> well, putting dirt like in I mean, wounds. <laughs> one, one of the things that, that um, my, my uh, found when the CFI, the Center for, for Inquiry, which I know you've... Supported, yes, great. Um, one of the things we're doing at the, at the moment is lawsuits against um, selling homeopathic remedies as... Um, on the same shelf as other other things, and that can't be right because homeopathic remedies contain no active in, ingredient. Yeah, but, but the reason could, why? In could he- you just? I'm so sorry, but I always want to know about this, and 
I need you to explain it to homeopathic. Just go back and tell me what that is. I, okay. Very vague. Um, it, it comes from the idea that that it, that same. Home- if you, yes, ho- oh. homeo. So right. you 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 take um, what might be a poison, what might be a, a, a something that makes you ill, and you dilute it and dilute it and dilute it and dilute it, and then you. So it's the same stuff. Right. And that hence the word homeo from the Greek. Right. Um, and oh, they and believe path. that they believe that a tiny, tiny, tiny amount. They believe that the more dilute it is, the better it is. And the, so sometimes the approved level of dilution is such that it's equivalent to one molecule in a volume the size of the universe. I mean, the size of the solar system. Right. Um, so it, it, if you imagine doing a double-blind control trial to, to test experimental against control, there's, there can be no difference between experimental and control. They're, they're both water. Because <laughs> so, um, so we've got this lawsuit g- going ag- ag- against um, that. How did I get into this? Because... Um, oh, yes. So, yeah, go ahead. Um, uh, no, oh, I'm sorry, I interrupted I you. I, sorry, I needed to know what homeopathic was before you. I think it's something with homeopathic because you said homeopathic, and I was like, yes. oh, before you go on you with this, to just, I, just tell me right what. To. Yeah, it'll, but, it'll come to me what I was going to okay. say. Well, you know, are you, are you on a book tour right now? Are you on the, no, this I'm part not on the book tour. Um, when is the when is the book tour for for flights of fame? Looks though there won't be one. Um, so I'm, really, I'm I'm here for um, the conference of the, um, the of the charity that I'm involved in. This, um, oh. um, it's called the, Cy- the Psycon Conference. We had it in Las Vegas because hotels are cheap in Las Vegas because... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's Las Vegas. Yes. Yeah. And um, you can go to the titty bar after. Yeah. You can go see a show. Yes. Oh, the Michael Jackson Cirque du Soleil one, I yeah. recommend it highly. Yeah. Forget about the kid stuff. Just enjoy the music. Yes. It, it's been it was it's been a great conference. We, um, I I on oh, I gave you the Richard Dawkins Award a few years ago. Yes, you I've did. I still that. have it. I, yeah. I, I, it um, was actually I hate to tell you it was a lot more than a few. It was two thousand nine. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, that was a high spot for me. I so I, I still have it. That, yeah. that I I know it's that that great fossil. Yeah. Well, this year we had. Um, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Of course. Um, who I, I love. I just and, had him uh, on my show Friday. I, mean, I know. It, yeah, I, I love I him. I think he's terrific. He's such oh, a, he's... a warm character. Oh, my God. Yeah. And what a communicator. Yes, and, you know. Yeah. Now, I mean, the world is lucky to have you, him, Sam Harris, who's coming. Who's just coming, he's yes. be here in a half hour. Yeah. I mean, there are some great scientific communicators. I mean, I think it's very important. I mean, the night I, we went to that award show, as you may recall, my girlfriend at the time, Yes. Was a scientist. Yes. A young, beautiful one, yes, like in yes. a James Bond movie, yes. but a real scientist. Yes. And I, I mean, I found that immensely attractive. Uh, you know, I just thought it was so cool. Um, and anytime I had like fuzzy scientific notions in my head, you know, I'd ask her and, you know, she would like straighten me out. Um, you know, I mean, just like you and I just had a discussion, people don't always see exactly eye to eye. No, no and, that's the beauty of science. You wouldn't. Exactly. That's yes. Yeah. Well, um, we enjoyed having you that year very much, and, oh, and it was fun. Would, would, would like to get you involved in our in our of setup course. again. You mean it's an event out here, like uh, it was every that year, night? every year, every year. Uh, yes. Um, so, what do you want me to do? Like ten minutes? <laughs> you want me to do some God material? We'll write to you. Um, and that you know that is so funny about you. 
people, when they hear the name Richard Dawkins, like I'm sure when, uh, you know, just the man in the street who knows that name, the thing that comes to their mind, first thing, atheist. Yes. Which really is like not the main part of your oeuvre. You well, know? thank you for that. I, I agree. Thank you. Right. Uh, yes. It's not. No. No, you're, you're almost like a, you know, a, a guy who got a sitcom. <laughs> you know, he got known as the office creep or something. But he's really a great actor. Not that the, your God book was the office creep. I played the office creep. <laughs> um, but it's like you got known for something that isn't the main thing, although that book is is just a, a fucking awesome book. I mean, I will always swear by it. That's my Bible on my Bible. Oh, lovely. The, the God Delusion. Well, yeah. you know that. I love that. Well, I mean, I interviewed you back in, we walked around on that windy, cold day in 2006. That was for Religious. Do you remember? Oh, yes. On, but I think I was cut out of the sh- of the final show. I, I think we just agreed too much. It was a comedy. Yes. And this and you were just so reasonable. Oh, we were it was in Avebury, was it? Or, yes. Yes. It was the Stone Circle. Yes. Yes. I, I mean, I still love have treasure the memory, but <laughs> yes, you were for a movie that was aiming to be funny, I mean, it was much better to have the guy who thought he was Jesus Christ and you know so, you know, when you make a documentary like yes. that, you just don't know what... Is that still available? Is that on Netflix? Oh, absolutely, yeah, and, yeah. and still doing well. Yes, yeah, so great. You know, it was so embraced, because I, I, it's funny. You know, it was never mean-spirited, that movie. We weren't, like, no. laughing at religious people. Oh, who am I kidding? We were laughing very much at religious people. I was going to we say, doing uh, it in, yes. <laughs> We were doing it in a very nice way. Yes. But So you're not going to do a, a, a book? Tour for this? No, I well, I, I wouldn't mind you're... doing a book tour for it, but but the publishers don't seem to be very active in America, which is a pity. Uh, um, it's I don't quite know. Oh, what, is that what, right? Oh, I think I do know. I think I was, I think I was being cancelled or something. <laughs> what did you and do so, now? Um, that's right. That's it's right. A, it's such a um, troublemaker. American publishers were scared of the young people in their in their organisation, who are all. Woke. Woke to a fault. Right. And, and so they, did, they didn't dare um, take me on. Oh, for so, fuck's sake. Yeah. Oh, I just fucking hate this world. So do I, yeah. Oh, fuck, man. Really? Is that what... Ter- that, that is... My God. You know, I was listening to Sam's podcast today, and it's all about this woman who made this movie called um, Jihad Rehab. And it's... And then he, he tells the story magnificently, of course. You should talk to him about it. Uh, you know, this brilliant documentary that was really apolitical, trying to understand one of those uh, Guantanamo Bay detainees who we captured in Afghanistan, and then they would release them back to Saudi Arabia where they went to terrorist rehab. Not that some of them were terrorists to begin with, really. But she's just, you know, it's a very human story, and of course, the usual suspects, just, you know, Islamophobia, they probably, they wouldn't even have to see it. It's yes. just, you know, they're yeah. just, we've come to this place where you can't even go near a topic, certain topics, without the mob coming after you. Yes. Well, I was counseled by KPFA, which is a radio station in Berkeley, California, a few years ago for is- Islamophobia. Right. Um, because I object to. Yes. Stoning gays to death. And, 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 it's, and, it's so and, insane yes. how backward their thinking is and the people who, who are purporting to uphold liberalism. And then 
they can't condemn just just the women thing. If it was just, and it's way more than the women. It's free speech. It's separation of church and state. It's homophobia, like you say. But if it was just the women, if there was just a society that decided tomorrow to throw a fucking burlap bag over every woman, like head to toe, like a tarp on a motorboat, and <laughs> and and. Image. And the liberals, what would you say about that, liberals, if it was the news in the paper tomorrow? Uh, you know, Iran, to begin covering women completely, would we just, oh, okay, well, you know. Well, but, they're terrified of being thought racist. That's, that's it. Yeah, It's yeah. just this, what do you make of that? This, I, I guess we need to have a psychiatrist here to answer that, but I feel like, especially this country, there is a segment of white people that uh, liberal white people, for them, it, it's almost like a, a, a kink, like, like sadomasochism, like this white loathing. This it's guilt. Lo- it's, 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 it's original sin. It's the, it's, it's the, yes. Yeah. Right. But it's a crazy, I mean, religion is a crazy thing to begin with. I know we agree on that, but... It's a crazy thing just psychologically to want to create either like a God who's always disappointed in you. Aren't there enough people in your life <laughs> who are disappointed in you for real? <laughs> Do you really have to create a new yeah. person who's disappointed in you, you know? But also to fucking hate on yourself so much for stuff you didn't do. Like I acknowledge my race, the white people, were bad in this country to the black people. But, I mean, my people didn't get here till after the Civil War, the Irish. <laughs> they weren't themselves exactly welcomed. <laughs> you know, they didn't have it as bad. No, nobody had it as bad well, as... Well, even if it was your people, you as an individual... Right. Think, but, That's the you, thing. Yeah. So there has to... I think we're always trying to find some balance between how can I acknowledge my race's guilt and recompense people in some way for forcing them to live in a lesser version of this country while I didn't have to live there. I mean, I acknowledge being my age when I was a kid, you know, it was just very different than it is now. And there was way more racism. There's still racism for sure. But it was just a very different world. England, I know, is different because I was there in 1984 and it was a complete, London was a completely white city. I remember walking through the streets of London. It was, now it looks like New York, for the better. Yes, yes, indeed. And you have a new uh, prime minister. Yes. Who's, who's the first Indian. That's correct, yes. That's kind of exciting. Yes, well, he's not my party, but but um, at least we've got somebody who's, we've got a grown-up who understands how the world works. Now. Right. What the fuck, was that, that lady for six weeks? Well, that's a... Well, the reason for that was that the Tory party handed over the decision to 170,000 party members around the country. I mean, what a crazy thing to do. You were going to get, um, they're all crazy right-wingers, um, and of course they, they elected her. Eng- but you see, England has crazy right-wingers? I, I feel, I, maybe I haven't well, caught it. Well, it only takes 170,000 of them um, <laughs> all around the country. They, they, oh, the, the decision to choose the next prime minister was handed over to this minute minority of people. Oh. 
the the party members. That's the Tory but party I mean, constitution. But I, I know there, I'm sure there are crazy right wingers among the population. I meant like of the the members of Parliament. Do you have people oh, like Marjorie Taylor Greene? No, um, but um, <laughs> but Liz Truss. Um, Oh. Economically, was is the, the nearest approach, and so she was the favourite of the party right. members. I mean, con- constitutionally, it's it should be the members of. It, it's constitutionally, it's anybody who can command a majority of the House of Commons, and and so um, theoretically, the king summons whoever can whoever can right. f- can command a majority in the House of Commons. But the Tory Party and the Labour Party too, actually, hands over the decision to the party members. Who are just people who've paid their subscription. They're just, um, and, and not that many of them. But don't you think your system is still better than ours? Like the fact that with a parliamentary system, that these changes take place so quickly, whereas in our country, it's lumbering, it's every four years, like on a certain day, as yes. opposed to calling an election. I, I think it's a, an, un, unfortunate to have it on a certain day because then they start electioneering. They never stop. Two, yes. Right. Um, and, but also, if a guy has, if you've lost faith in a guy in your system, they go. In our system, he's, the guy's still around. Yes. Now, of course, that can work in a, in a bad way, too, because maybe somebody just needs a little time. I mean, they didn't give that lady much time <laughs> to, to, to get out of the well, hole she, she caused. She caused such utter chaos. I mean, it, 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 right. It, um, I know. But, but I, think, I think the American system would be, would be better if you got rid of the Electoral College. Right. Uh, and um, I, know. I would think probably get rid of the primary elections as well. Yeah, oh, no, and gerrymandering. I mean, the yeah. whole thing is a, is a complete shit show. And it's, you know, very, very likely Trump will be president again. Oh, either he yeah, will, I cannot believe that. Either he will, he's definitely going to run. He will either win or... Even if he doesn't, I promise you, he's going to show up on Inauguration Day. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, if, if, of course, if, if it's rigged, if, 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 if his supporters in, in individual states can just simply decide that... And that is, there's a lot of that going on. Yeah. We're about to elect a Congress that is going to be majority election deniers. That's, that's, that is terrible. I and, mean, that, and, I cannot understand how... This has happened. I cannot understand how. Right. Obvious lie. It's but it is. It's not exactly unprecedented when Germany. Not that we're Germany. We're not Nazis. Not yet. Not quite. Okay. When Germany went down the Hitler rabbit hole, there was a lot written about how could the nation of Schiller and Schopenhauer and Beethoven, Get, and Goethe, how could this? Because it was not like it was. A bunch of dummies. How could they? So well, they were, they'd been hit by draconian reparations for the First World War. Um, there was inflation such that yeah. people were carrying wheelbarrows full sure. of worthless marks right. to buy a loaf of bread. Right. Um, under those conditions, it, in a way, it's not surprising that that some some that, that a Hitler who's the full horror of Hitler was not then known. And the cost of wheelbarrows was yeah, yes. because you couldn't even get the fucking yes. big pile of money there without a wheelbarrow. Yes, yes, so yes. wheelbarrows, you yeah. first thing you hit. Yes. Before you but, get out of a car, but, you got a wheelbarrow. But, but that's not America today. I mean, America is not suffering from 
rampant inflation like that. Well, they think they are. No, that's exactly what the issue is in this election. They think they are, yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, they are, but it's not, no, it's not like wheelbarrow inflation or what they're going through in Venezuela. But, you know, we're such babies. Yes, any, um, and of course, I, you know, I, I, I shouldn't talk because I'm well off now, so I don't feel inflation. I certainly had times in my life when I did, hmm. where I was poor. Were you ever poor? Uh, no, I couldn't. I couldn't. Really? Be poor. Never poor? No, I don't think so. Middle class? Yes. Oh. Yeah. And where did you, were you, uh, where'd you go to college? I mean, university, whatever. Oxford. Oxford. Mm -hmm. Is that the Harry Potter one? <laughs> Everywhere you go in England is, is Harry Potter, Harry Potter, Harry Potter. And, and mind you, I it's, love J.K. Rowling, but, 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 um, um, but, uh. Well, she's in big trouble. Yes. She's another. She's brave. Exactly. Like you. But another person canceled. Or like, certainly put on this, in this like. Not just canceled, but death threats and. Yes. And, uh, unbelievable hostility. And all because she believes that there's sort of like a default setting for humans, which would be man and woman. And we, you know, liberal people acknowledge, yes, it's not always that way. Of course, there's homosexuality. Of course, sometimes there's a mix-up at the factory and the, the, you know, genitalia don't match the, you know, usual use of them. <laughs> uh, but I've never met, a, met, I've never witnessed a generation that was so anxious to sort of just um, abrogate the whole thing. Like, when you have a baby, it's just like, we don't know. Could be anything. I mean, there's a penis there, but that really tells you nothing. It's just a social construct. <laughs> <laughs> right. That tells you very little. Yes, yes. A penis, yes. it's a, yeah. yeah. You know, it's like a sixth toe. Yes. It's a vestigial appendage of not much use. Yes. Um, <laughs> no, but that's, isn't that her whole thing? Uh, I think she objects to um, yeah. de debauching language and, and saying, you know, um, Somebody just says they're a woman; they are a woman. Right, um, right. Well, but, but she and I are, are sympathetic towards people with gender dysphoria. But of course, dislike the of course. debauching of language and, no. and saying. And this is this is always my gripe: is when people say, um, "Well, aren't the woke and liberals the same thing?" No, mm. they're very often opposites. Like you say, this is the liberal position. We're very. Uh, I, you know, uh, compassion yes. is our byword. Exactly. So it's not that we're lacking compassion. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, boy, the people who go, um, they don't believe in science. Yeah, we used to say that about the right-wingers and global warming, which is still true about them. But the left is catching up in their ways, too. Yeah. I mean, there are things going on at medical schools in this country that are pretty crazy. I mean, doctors apologizing for saying the phrase pregnant woman. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's got to bug you. It's going to change. Yeah. I don't know. I, don't, I mean, colleges are, what was your experience in academia? Did you find it too, um, you know, ethereal, a little too um, pie in the sky where people were in their ivory towers they weren't realistic enough that's the reputation yes um probably true i i like um ivory towers i mean i, I, I <laughs> of 
course you do. I like, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm fascinated by things that are for, right. <laughs> for all, the whole universe and for all time. I mean, I'm, I'm right. not interested in parochial little no. frivolous things that co concern humanity. No, you're probably, John McWhorter always says, you know, I'll, I'll do your interview, I love doing your show, but I just know I'd always really rather be sitting in my chair reading a book. Yes. And I've never met him. I would, I would oh, like he's to. fantastic. I, I, John McWhorter. I, I, I admire oh, him very much. Oh, he's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, no, it's not like the world and the country, even, even dumb old America. It's not like we don't have a nice, like, group of thinkers and, and smart thinkers and common sense thinkers. It's just that everything is so polarized that if you're, if you're the person in the middle without a team, you know, you are really, you know, going into battle ungirded. Yes. And, and yeah, you know, I can see why you would not want to go on a book tour, by the way. I know you said you would. Oh, no, I, I don't mind going on book tours. I know. I, 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 I enjoyed, um, I used to enjoy going to the Deep South as well. And, and on so did tours. Hitchens. Yes. Hitchens yeah. loved the Deep South yes. and said you... That atheist got huge crowds. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I got no, huge crowds. They, they, they come because they're beleaguered. They come because they, um, right. they get a chance to, yes. to see who is there in their own tribe, I, I that's guess. That's why I love doing stand-up comedy in, in the South and yes. places like that. Yes. And that's most of the country. Yes. You know? And they don't have a stick up their ass about political correctness. Yeah. You know? There's lots of liberals in Oklahoma. Yes. But you're right. that You come to town, they come out of the woodwork. Yes. Yeah. Otherwise, they, you know, they're quiet because they're surrounded by a bunch of rednecks, yes. <laughs> Trumpers, and yeah. you know, we've we've gotten to this place in this country where, you know, you can't really mix with the people who are not in your tribe. Like if you wore a Trump MAGA hat yes. in in Beverly Hills, they ticket <laughs> you or something. <laughs> yes. You know, I mean, that's a sad state of affairs. A country. Yes, um, you know. Do you think? I mean, we're not surely not talking about a second civil war, but there's, there's such a there's polarization. A, there's much talk about it. Mm. There's much talk about it, and there's lots of people rooting for it. There's many people who think that we are so divided, and they hate the other side. The term that both sides use, one against the other, but they have this in common: is existential threat. Yes. The other side is, they're not just somebody I disagree with. It's just not the distinguished gentleman from across the aisle. No, no, no. It's existential threat hates America. Yeah. And that's a bad... That's but there couldn't really be... I mean, in the, the first civil war in America, it was between states, and so each state picked a side, and with each a, state had its own militia. And also there was a border between one side and the other. So yes. if you captured the other side's... Yes. You know... But in... America now, the the armed forces are federal, um, yes. and so well, you couldn't imagine having a civil war. Um, you could. You absolutely could imagine that part of it. Could. The part that you can't imagine is the part you were just alluding to. In, this, in our first civil war, it was the northern states and then the southern states. So, you know, there were forays of each army into the other's territory, but we got it if, if they captured Washington they'd win the war, and if we captured the southern capital, we would. We're all marbled together now. There's four million Trump voters in California. 
the bluest state in the country. So we can't have a battle there. But could you have a battle, as many countries have, within the armed forces? Absolutely you could. You could have factions. Trump has factions also in police, FBI. Yes. I never know how that works because would would they obey their officers or would they they each? uh, um, Well, that's what you find out when the shit hits the fan. Mm. And it's, we've seen that play out in many other countries. You know, this some colonel takes over. Yes. You know, that kind of yeah, shit, that, where that, it's that, a that colonel can, now. Yeah. Um, everything that they say can't happen here, of course it can. They used mm. to say terrorism couldn't happen here. Mm. And then that happened big time here. Mm. You know, and we're, we're not exempt. You know, we're Americans, they think their, their shit don't stink. And they think that they somehow live in this gilded cage where... The stuff that other countries endure, well, no, we'll endure it too. And that could include authoritarianism. And I don't know, you know. Well, I wish the Russian army would turn on, I mean, I wish they, they, they'd mutiny and turn on Putin. That would be. That could very well happen. I wish it would. Because the Russian army, I mean, there are reports of no shoes. I mean, like yes. really bad shit. Yes, yeah. I mean, we give our soldiers pretty good equipment. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, so if you were doing a book tour and, we, and you were on a normal show, unlike this crazy show where we just ramble, but I think it's much more interesting and I'm loving being able to talk to you like this. But what would you, what's your thing with this? How do you, what, when the guy says, how are you going to sell this book? What do you, what do you say? To oh, that? I see. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm trying well, to help you. <laughs> yes. Um, well, it's it's a book for young people. Fa- oh, it um, is. Um, it yes, it, it kind of grew out of. I did an earlier book for young people called "The Magic of Reality." Oh, I know. You know that one. Yeah, it's perfect for, for my level. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, as you know, each chapter in that asks a question, and then it has a mythological answers, and then scientific answers. So, oh, so I, this is for what ages are we talking about? About um, 12, 13, 14, 15, and and then up. Uh, um, yeah. And so I thought of this as a, as a starting a new a new version of the magic of reality, and it, it kind of grew. Um, oh. This was going to be one chapter of that new volume, oh. and then it grew into a whole book. So, like, the kids who are, like, um, playing Twitch, do you know what Twitch is? No. Oh, now you put me on the spot. I have to fucking explain it to you. And I, uh, it's, <laughs> well, it's you a know, game. You know what? It, it's not a game. It's people watching people play a game. Oh. It's a... It's a yeah, that's what it basically is. Yes. That's like a sport to them, watching other people play a video game. Can you believe that? I cannot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, like, how do you get someone away from Twitch to read a book? That's my question. I feel like we are devolving yes. into a completely brain-rewired society because of the phone. The phone is yes. the portal to evil. I really believe that. I must say I... I, I'm delighted to meet somebody who, who called himself a fan, but I'm a little bit disappointed when they say, oh, I've seen your videos, I've seen your YouTube, um, oh, sure. rather than read my right. books. I say, well, please go read my books. They're much right. better. Uh, right. But that's the world we live in. Yes. I mean, you can't, I mean, we can't go back. To, I mean, it's like going back to the, you know. But I, I really slave away at getting every sentence Right, I and, do too. And you can't do that when you're when you're just um, no. Um, oh, I know. Doing a film. Or, oh, I know. Yeah. No, I luckily get to do both because I slave away getting every word right for the 
ending piece. Yeah, which, which I love. Especially I do on my show. I love it. Yeah. Oh, thank you. And But then I get to actually perform it, so I kind of have the best of both worlds because the people who would never read it can see it. But there, the pleasure of, of taking something and getting it, you know... Word perfect. Word perfect, mm-hmm. exactly, yes. was, I think, yeah. the name of the uh, <laughs> software I had when I... Yeah, it was one of the early words, that's right. Yeah, but exa- and, and, you know, that's why I like doing a show once a week because I can take, you know, for Monday first draft, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you know, like each day gets better. Yes. And then, you know, yes. I, I suppose there are some people who can think in a way that uh, I can't. I mean, rappers can write songs as they speak. They can rhyme as they speak. That's an amazing talent to me. Uh, some people can speak almost in marble prose, whereas I have to go over it. Shakespeare must have done, actually, because he produced so much and it, it, in, in blank verse. It must have come totally naturally to him, I think. Well, I mean, he lived to be 64. Mm-hmm. He wrote 37 plays. Okay, so let's say he started at 20. That's that's less than a play a year. I don't. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, Putting it in verse, so it's, it's quite. It's quite. Um, but it's not all in verse. Mostly. Well, no, not the plays. The the act uh, ends with a couplet. No, no, no. Um, the it, it's it's blank verse. It's 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 not oh, rhyming. It, oh, okay. It's only the couplet rhymes, but 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 the the rest of it. Oh, you're saying the meter. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I can't do that. Well, I th- I bet you you could. Maybe. Yeah. Um do you write your own stuff? Or? Well, I mean, I certainly am the head writer. Yes. Uh, as far as that part of it goes. Yeah. Um because I like to, you know, I have to has to be my voice exactly. Make it word perfect. But I have a wonderful incredible staff who yes. uh, are amazingly supportive. Yes. Um you know, it's, I usually come up with whatever notion I want to do, but sometimes they do. Um, and then we all, they all submit a draft, and I go through and find stuff there that's brilliant and steal it. <laughs> it's one of the great things about having a writing staff. It's like you're a, you're a, a legal thief yes. of other people's ideas and brilliance. Yeah. Um, so it's not really right, but I'm not giving it up. But, okay, so, it's, so this book is for kids. Well, when I say tweens. kids, tweens, yes, but adults too, and, mm-hmm. and um, I think a, a, oh. a, a lot of adults seem to enjoy it. You don't have to sell this country on the idea of adults acting like kids. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we do it everywhere. Yes, I know. Yes. <laughs> well, that must be a, a fascinating topic for kids, air, air travel, because they like kids that automatically love planes or yes. anything that yeah. kites, yes. anything that flies, yeah. you know. Yes. So... Um, and and the physics of it is the same for birds and I mean after all physics is just physics and so so if you want right. to stay up there you've got to obey, obey the laws of physics but they do it in a rather different way I mean, I mean planes have fixed wings and birds have mobile wings it's much more complicated actually well I hope this is a huge hit for you um, there's a lot I want to prepare you there's a lot of kids in this country who are just really dumb so. <laughs> <laughs> you are not going to be able to hit the entire market. But I always think that the the people who are really smart, like the top 1%, 
there's nothing you can do to kill it. Like you could have the worst education system in the world. Somehow they will, the, yeah, that top yeah. 1% always finds a way to learn. It's yes. almost like osmosis. Stuff either sticks and gets on their radar. Some people, just yeah. lots of stuff sticks in there. Yes. And some, it, it all bounces off. Yes. There's a lot of bouncing off here, but hopefully, yeah. And adults too. I'm, I, I can't wait to get my hands on it. I have all your books. Oh, I wish I do. We have a copy of it. I, I should have brought one. I don't think I have one with me. Yeah, I'd love to give you one. That's so Damn. perfect for you. You're a terrible salesman, as you should I'm, be. You're I'm a, a terrible you're, salesman. You're a genius. Yeah. You're a, a, a intellectual, and you're a bad man. And I mean that in the okay. best way. You I'm a are terrible a, salesman. You well, are I, well, a let, bad let, man. let me try to sell sell CFI to you and the th the, th the things we do. I'll try and be a salesman. It is very. Yeah. You don't have to sell me. I'll be it, there. It, it, it okay. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. I got to do Sam now. Okay. So well, great to see you. And you have uh, great fun with Sam. He's great. I hope you enjoyed yourself, and this wasn't too I crazy. Certainly enjoyed myself right. so very much. All right. Always a pleasure to meet you. Club. What's the pool table for? That's for pool Re recreation. Of course. Club.